Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Gendel, and on today's incredible episode, I'm speaking with the lovely and talented Krista Rizzo, author of Hashtag Why Am I Yelling? Because Relationships, the five essentials you need to successfully maintain all the relationships in your life without yelling. Now, Krista is the very definition of Hashtag Why Am I Yelling? Once an aspiring talk show host, she's now a professional life coach, motivational speaker, and the creator of life-changing, inspiring transformational programs where she is determined to yell about the spreading optimism everywhere she goes. So if you're ready to know more about how to successfully maintain all the relationships in your life without yelling, then stay tuned for this episode of the Daily Authors Podcast with Krista Rizzo. Hey, by the way, if you're ready to write your book today, you can head on over to writeabookuniversity.com forward slash free and get a free four lesson video course that'll help you on your journey to writing your book. Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast, a daily podcast all about books and the authors who gave them life. Each episode, your host interviews a new brilliant author as they reveal inside information about their incredible books and inspiring lives. Now, here's your host, Aaron Gendel. All right. Well, thank you so much, Krista, for joining me on the Daily Authors Podcast. So excited today to talk to you about your book, Hashtag Why Am I Yelling? Because Relationships, the Five Essentials, you need to successfully maintain all the relationships in your life without yelling. Thanks again, Krista, for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> awesome. Well, before we jump into your book, Krista, would you mind just letting us all in a little bit more about yourself and your work and what you've got going on right now? Sure. So I am a former corporate worker bee who decided five years ago to leave that area of job existence and go into professional coaching. So I am a certified professional coach, relationship expert, and I'm now launching a new part of my business for peak performance coaches for executives and leaders in a corporate space. So I'm doing a lot of things and I'm really focusing everything around the service of others and focusing on your relationship with yourself first. But we'll talk about that when we get into book stuff. Yeah, awesome. Well, sounds like some amazing work. What about how that relates now to jumping into about your book, hashtag why am I yelling? Because relationships, perhaps you can just give us what inspired you to write it and that high level view. So I was inspired to write the book. I started writing a blog called Why Am I Yelling probably 10 years ago. Uh. And that was really inspired just by a hobby. And also as a response to, I guess the best way to say is response to a competition that Oprah Winfrey was having. Uh. She uh. was just leaving the Oprah Winfrey show and she was doing this competition for having your own talk show. And it has been my dream for my whole life to have a talk show. So one of my girlfriends was like, you have to enter this contest but we had to name the show. And so I was like, I want it to be like exciting and fun and vibrant. And I want to go around and talk to people about what they're passionate about and this and that. And, and all of a sudden, like, why am I yelling just stuck into my head? So yelling for me is what you're passionate about. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. And so it just kind of took a life of its own. So I started writing a blog associated with it. And then when I went into coaching for myself, I decided that it's a great name for a business because it's catchy and it kind of fun and it gets people talking. So why am I yelling started that way? And the inspiration for the book was, I knew that I had in my head a book series. So this is the first book in the series. Wow. And as a life coach and somebody who focuses on relationships at their core, I figured the first one should be 
a foundational relationship book that touches on the five essentials that connect all of our relationships together. Awesome. Could you go in a little deeper with your book then and talk about some of these essentials? Maybe something that the listener could take away if they were. Sure. So here's the deal. When I was writing this book, I didn't realize how long or how hard it was going to be, how long it was going to take or how hard it was going to be. Nobody ever tells you (laughs) block out a year of your life and then double it because you're going to be back and forth, especially if you're self-publishing. So I self-published this book. I had a small press publisher who was interested, but just, it just didn't work out. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it myself. Everybody's self-publishing. I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. So when the time came, I just started writing and I pulled blog posts and pulled my own personal stories and did all kinds of stuff with it. And when it came time to hire an editor, she got the book and she read it and she was like, okay, this is a great start. And I was like, what do you mean? It's a great start. Like, this is the book. Here it is. And she was like, no, 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 this isn't the book what do you want to teach your people? You're a coach. You are somebody who provides value to every single day in your social media and your visibility and all the things that you do. How can we turn this into a a teaching book, but not like, here's the guide and you have to adhere to this guide, like just in a fun, relatable way. And so we thought about it and I was like, well, relationships are all connected. And I don't think people think about that them that way. We look at all of our relationships so individually, my relationship with my partner, with my children, with my coworkers, with my friends. And a lot of times we don't even think about the relationships that we have with ourselves, which is the most important relationship you have. Uh, Yeah. So I polled my audience and asked one question and said, what are the three to five things you need to have in every single one of your relationships? And I got back a few hundred responses and, you know, did some data manipulation and sorting. (laughs) And the five things that came up at the top of the list were communication, respect, boundaries, intimacy, and support in no particular order. Right. And I was like, you know what? These are really great foundations for all of our relationships. If you think about them as one big umbrella and it got us talking and it got us thinking and it pulled the book, tore the book apart a little bit, pulled some stories out and pulled other stories back in. And we took those five essentials and made them the main focus around all of our relationships. And so that's how we decided, I decided to write it. And what's come out of it is a completely different response than I had anticipated. So it's always exciting to see people in your wheelhouse, like the people that you serve on a regular basis, accept it and love it and acknowledge it and appreciate it. But when other people that you don't expect are picking it up and learning something from it, that really is like, it's such a great feeling to know that, oh my gosh, this thing could have light somewhere else or life somewhere else that I never even thought was possible. Yeah. Awesome. I love that story, how the book evolved. Would you mind just touching on if there was one particular essential that stands out even for you and your relationships, what would you say that would be? And if you don't mind just sharing more about why. Sure. Personally, I think communication is the most important thing in any relationship. I think, especially if you're looking at all of your relationships under one umbrella, you can't survive without communicating. And that is much more than talking. It's listening. It's how you present yourself. It's, you know, the cues that you take. It's the words that you use. It's your mannerisms and your body language. Communication really is an in-depth essential. And it's a part of our life that we cannot live without. 
And I think so many of us think we're really good at it and we all still have work to do with it. So whether you are using it in your relationship with, you know, the person that you have spent, decided to spend the rest of your life with or your three-year-old child or your dog, right? It really is about learning how to be present and available and learn how to be a good listener as well as a good talker and really just understanding how communication works on a whole. So that I think for me is the most important one. Okay, awesome. Well, Krista, I wanted to ask who's been the most influential to you to now, you know, be an author, writing, helping people. I'm always curious to know how authors become them because it's not that many of us really at the end of the day. So any influence um, with us? Let's see. So I think that it's funny, like everybody wants to write a book, but when the people that actually sit down and do it, like you said, I mean, there are a lot of us, but in the grand scheme of things, there aren't. Right. I think that the people that have inspired me the most, especially around this area of my life, have been people who have supported me. And some of them have been kind of unexpected. I have a good friend who self-published her first book and, and all of her subsequent books. And, watched, and she did it before I did. And watching her and learning from her has been just an absolute pleasure and a gift, quite honestly. Like her books are all fiction and mine's not. But just understanding what the whole process is about is something that was invaluable to me to learn from somebody who I'm so close to. You know, I have a lot of respect for any author who wants to sit down and write a book, whether it is a, a three-page children's book to a 6,000-word, you know, epic, right? <laughs> or page, not word. 6,000 words is easy. 6,000 pages is not. So I think that for me, it's the people who are in this boat with me, who have done it, who are working toward doing it, right? Those people are the ones who inspire me, who I look at and say, well, I can do this. I can do this. I know I can do this. And they're encouraging of that. So yeah, that's my answer to that question. Yeah. No, amazing. Would you mind sharing with us a favorite quote, maybe something that you use in the book or that you're inspired by often? So my favorite quote on the planet is deep faith eliminates fear. And it's funny because it was the quote that I used in my senior high school yearbook for my senior year. <laughs> and it is something that has just lived inside of me for like my whole life. And it has nothing to do with religion or any of that stuff. It just, it really is about your own internal belief system and that you can accomplish anything you put your mind to if you believe in it and you can overcome fear and change and obstacles and hardship and all of the things if you really have that core belief system inside of you. So yeah, that's my favorite quote. I love it. I love it. Love that quote. Thank you for sharing it, Krista. Thank you. Let's dive a little bit more into the book writing process. I wondered if you, like many of us as authors, experience some fear and doubt while writing your book or before you published it, and if so, what did you do to help overcome it? Yes. <laughs> I would be a liar if I didn't say yes, um, because I'm human and every day there's like, you know, doubt lives on one shoulder and <laughs> everything else lives on the other. I am a huge believer in mindset work and I will, I talk about it in the book, but five years ago got really into meditation and just doing gratitude practice every single day and really building up my, it goes back to your belief system, building up that belief system to really be able to overcome 
that fear and that, oh my God, I'm about to push this button <laughs> and say, publish this thing. Am I crazy? That thought went through my head every day, probably the entire time I was writing the book. Like, who do you think you are writing this book? Like, who do you think you are? Who do you think people are going to actually write, read this book? Who do you think is going to learn from this book? Who do you think? Who do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And I had to really like dig deep and face that fear and be like, guess what? If I can impact one person, just one, I've done my job and I've gotten these words out on a page and I've shared my story. And that hopefully will inspire other people to want to share their story or learn something from it or create some kind of change in their lives that can be impactful for others. And then we can move on to the next book, right? I mean, ultimately yeah, there'll be more. Love it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing uh, those words. I think we can all relate to <laughs> that fear and doubt. And um, like you said, that mindset so powerful. Yeah. What about any other tips, tricks, anything that you might have learned along the way of writing a book that you didn't know before you started writing that you know now? Pace yourself accordingly. Like, Don't set expectations that are too high that you can't accomplish. Like make your goals, you know, achievable and don't like, I'm a mom of two and I have two kids and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to sit down in three months and write this book. Like yeah. I knew, I knew it, even though the first go around, I was like, Oh, I, I was just typing and typing and typing and typing. But then after my editor got to it, she was like, okay, now we're going to like write the whole thing again. And I was like, Oh, that's going to take a year because we just, you know, like we re-outlined and we pulled stuff out. So I think setting realistic goals, allowing yourself grace when you don't hit one of your goals and just being like, that's okay. I don't have like, there's not a deadline. Well, or maybe there is, but figure out what your pace is going to be and then make it be consistent with it. Like I, my writing time, I blocked out morning time, 930 to 1130 is when I am the freshest. I have a clear head. I've got a clear mind. I've gotten rid of my kids. They're both in school. It's quiet in my house and I can just, you know, have my tea. And, and I have, I, it's funny cause I'm like, and I think a lot of us are like that. Like we have our routine, right? You, you sit in your one chair, you have mm-hmm. your stuff around you. You have like your, whatever kind of music, if you have any kind of background music and stuff going on, you shut everything else down and you just kind of have to get in the zone for lack of a better word. Right. It's like, yeah almost like a like an athlete like you have to get you have to get in the zone and you have to like perform for those two or three hours that you're going to give it every single day and that's what i had to do cuz i have a business that i still have to run and i had clients i still needed to take care of and i have two kids and a husband and a house and you know all the stuff that kind of you can't get rid of so yeah. i had to like make a schedule and stick to it and really find a pace that was going to work for me yeah great tips what about writer's block? Did you experience that through the process and what helped you to get it past it? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think writer's block, I didn't experience it so much with the first draft because there was so much that I wanted to get out and so many stories I wanted to tell. Right. But when we came back to like the editing process and revamping and massaging and, and redoing the pieces of the book, there was a lot of pull and push between me and my editor who I absolutely love and would never have, this would still be on the floor somewhere if it wasn't for her. So yeah, because I remember her saying, well, don't you want to write about this? And I'd be like, I don't even know what I want to say about it. I'm like, I have nothing to say about it. And she'd be like, "Mm, I think you do have something to say about it. You need to go and like take a walk and unblock that. And I'd be like, Oh, okay. 
And then it would be like, okay, I have to really go think about this and I really have to go focus on it. And then, or I just have to let it go and the answer is going to come back to me. And so, yes, writer's block definitely existed. And I had to figure out what was important for me to unblock and what really wasn't that important. Like there's stuff that, you know, she was like, you should put this in the book. And I was like, I don't really feel like that's necessary. And so we had to come to that compromise too. Yeah. No, great tips. So you really just got yourself uh, moving and you would take a walk. Is that kind of what you would do to help sometimes? Yeah, I think, you know, clearing my space and like getting out of my own way is probably the, like really with anything, right? So when you're frustrated or aggravated or you can't focus or you have a writer's block or whatever it is, you kind of just have to step away from it and move through it. Right. So for me, that's getting up and getting out. Like I, like I need to get up outside. I'll go to the park. I'll go walk around for a little while. I'll run to the shop and pick up a latte or do something that I'm not focusing and obsessing about why can't I get this done or why can't I get through this or, you know, and just like stop thinking about it, occupy my time with something else. And then all of a sudden, and usually for me, it's like in the middle of the night, it will come to me and I will, I have a piece of, I have like a notepad at the side of my bed. Like I'll sit up and be like, Oh my gosh, there it is. And I, you know, have been known to like say that out loud. And my husband's like, where there, what is? And I'm like, the thought, the thought, there it is, there it is. And like, I have to write it down. So yeah, you just have to kind of like separate yourself from it for a minute. Yeah. Great tips. Well, Crystal, what about the very best part of writing a book for you now that you've gotten this one out there and you're writing others, what would you say is the best part about being an author and publishing a book? Hitting submit, because then it's done. (laughs) (laughs) Getting that first copy in your hands. Like I felt like I had birthed my third child or 16th by then, because I was like, I could have had like 10 more kids in between this beginning and the end of this book. I just think the satisfaction of accomplishing something that it's a big deal and you should give yourself that credit for if you're somebody who has written a book or wants to write a book, you should totally do it. Like it doesn't matter what anybody says. If it's something that you believe in and you, and you have words that you want to get out on paper, you absolutely need to do it. And it is going to be one of the most difficult things you've ever done. Um, And you are going to learn a lot about yourself in the process and a lot about your support system and all of that. And, you know, when you get that book in your hands, that finished copy, like you will cry, like you just (laughs) delivered your child. Like I kid you not. Like I cry. I was like, I cannot believe I did this. I I can't believe I did this. This is crazy. And then, you know, seeing other people's reactions, especially people who are, you know, happy for you. It's like, if you have a support system around you, that is like mine. It's like, they were like, let's have a party. Let's throw a party. Let's do this. Let's have a launch. Let's, you know, it was an unending amount of support and love and it's just a great feeling. Yeah. Well, Krista, I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. And and obviously congrats again on the book. Definitely a huge accomplishment. I wanted to make sure I know I didn't miss anything. So if there's anything at all you'd like to share, or if there was a question you would ask yourself, if you were in my shoes, what would that be? (laughs) Um, I don't know that I would ask myself a question. I think it's more for me is just, you know, it's what I do for a living, right? If there's something inside of you that you want to get out, whether it is a book or a new direction for your life or whatever it is, just know that you have the power inside of you to do it, right? And I think that for me, that was one of the biggest things I have learned about myself in the last five years since I launched my own business. Just being dedicated and believing and knowing that, you know, if the guy next to you can do it, you can do it. Like we're all the same at the, at the beginning of the day and the end of the day, every single one of us is made of flesh and bone and blood and heart. And so use that, 
and turn it into whatever it is that you want to turn it into. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Don't underestimate yourself. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Totally. All right. Well, Krista, I wanted to let the listeners in on where they can connect with you online and just maybe give us a little more on what you're up to next. So I am currently building the business side of or the business coaching side of my business. And so that's going to be at KristaRizzo.com. But my book side is at WhyAmIYelling.com. And it all goes to the same place, really. So you can find me everywhere on Instagram, on Facebook, and all the places at WhyAmIYelling underscore. The book is available everywhere. Target, Barnes & Noble, through my publisher. You can get it on my website, all the things. And connect with me because it's always fun to have new people in your life. Awesome. Well, congrats again on the book, Krista, and thank you so much for being on the show. It's been an awesome experience and pleasure for me. I had a lot of fun talking to you, so good luck. I know you have a lot more people with your book and your future books to come. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Daily Authors Podcast. Be sure to visit dailyauthors.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. 